Welcome back, folks. I'm uh, I'm here with with just one again. I think maybe last time using Beth as my personal therapist may have broke her because she she just couldn't take it. She quit. She was done. She couldn't handle the beats. There was too many beats. So so now now Greg, you have the burden of talking me through my problems. <laughs> Listen so, to it. Are you up for it? I'm not going to sugarcoat anything and say that you have a, I sincerely believe you do have an issue and it's probably uh, really deep seated. And I could go deeper and say that uh, your need to complete and beat games is because that is an aspect of your life that you can control and the rest of it you feel is not in your control and it's super deep. We're off to a good start. Yep. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is good. This is real good. Um, <clears throat> you know what? That is way too deep. Uh, think, <laughs> I think I want to talk about something else. <laughs> you don't want to face this demon. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do any of that right now. It's, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus me. episode. Um, no, you know what? Um, I want to, I want to, I want to use this episode kind of like Beth and I did our last episode and just kind of focus on one thing, kind of a, a 1v1, if you will, uh, only we won't be versing each other on our opinions because our, our opinion on this this topic today is, uh, I think, aligning pretty pretty much the same these Wasn't days. Wasn't always that way. Wasn't always that way at all. Um, and it's because, you know what, I... <laughs> I didn't give games a chance, you know, like, I mean, have you been there? Haven't you? Have you, have you, what's like a game that you, you wrote off initially and thought, uh, maybe I'll give it another go. And then after you gave it another go, you really liked it. Is there, is there something like that for you? Oh, there definitely, there definitely is something. I just can't think of what it is, but that, that's, that's probably happened like numerous times. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I could have made a fucking career out of doing that to games. And like, as an example, I finished Back for Blood today. Mm. And like, you and I and Beth played B- Back for Blood um, once, right? I think it was just the once we played it. Once at most twice. Yeah, and not for very long. Like we may have completed like two levels, hmm. and I I just kind of hastily wrote it off as like ah, this just feels like too much. The same Left for Dead. I'd rather just go back and play Left for Dead. But after having going back to it and giving it another chance, and kind of looking at it through, I think I think the key to liking games um, that you initially write off is to kind of try to look at them through a different lens. Because that's that's usually my problem is I'll look at them a certain way and go, eh, this isn't really what I thought it was. And as Back for Blood is like a good example of this because it's kind of got these rogue elements to it that I didn't really understand or know about until I gave it that second chance. And I don't think I'm sure when you played it the first time, you probably didn't pick up on those elements either. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't we didn't play it very long. Like we didn't. I've got it. I've got an example. I've got an example of a game yeah. that uh, yeah. that didn't click for me at first, and then I played it again, and I learned to love it. What's that? That game is Final Fantasy fourteen online. Really? At first, yeah. it didn't click. I I had because before we played it, I had played it before, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, it's okay. And then I uh, uninstalled. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. I th- I'm pretty sure Beth and I both had it when it first came out, and th- I mean that game was totally different when it ca- when it first released. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was uh, it was dog trash, Greg. That's what that game was. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking 1.0 though, like Realm Reborn. I uh, oh really? You tried that before? Yeah, yeah, I tried it before, and then yeah, it wasn't wasn't clicking. No. Um, I mean, it definitely wouldn't have clicked for me either if I wasn't playing with friends. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too. I feel like sometimes it just takes like a friend to be able to be like, hey, this is how you actually should play this game. 
You, yes. I mean, you play you play the way you want to play, but let me show you without having you look at walls of text, kind of thing. Like that that helps a lot. Yes. Um. But yeah, I mean, oh, and also heads up, folks. Uh, the this recording might sound slightly different than normal because I had to rebuild my PC, and I had. Lost a lot of the preset. This is total like inside baseball, but I, I I like to talk about this stuff because it helps me justify having spent eight hundred dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm I may have told you, Greg, what had happened. I mean, I was you talking about having a friend help you out that day that my computer stopped working. Mm-hmm. I was. Like between you and my other buddy Dalo, I was messaging both of you, being like, "What the fuck is this? Why isn't this work? Why is this broken? Why doesn't this turn on?" Like it was so much shit going on. Yeah, and I, I, I fixed it. I mean, well, not a, not right away. I ended up going and buying a brand new motherboard and a brand new processor. And then when I got it home, do you, do you remember what happened? It still wouldn't turn on. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> And then I, I looked at my watch and I said, you know what? I got 45 minutes to get to Memory Express. It takes me like 25 minutes to get there to drive because they were going to close in 45 minutes. So I was like, all right, I'm going to hop in my car. I'm going to boot over there and I'm going to get some RAM because we kind of figured out that it was the RAM that might have been causing the issue. So I hop in my vehicle and uh, along my way, I got to basically a roadblock on the highway because the fucking Pope decided to visit Alberta and he was in his little fucking Pope mobile on the highway and they had it closed off. But luckily, I don't I, think he uh, was in the actual Pope mobile. doesn't still do that. I don't think, but he was probably in a, he was in a, a motorcade. No, he was, he was in the Pope mobile. He I was in the, the clear glass Jeep. <laughs> All right. The, he was in the white, clear glass, Pope mobile, bulletproof, bulletproof, bulletproof Jeep. The well, Pope mobile. He I was in it. I retract my statement. And he was waving to people, saying sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing all that stuff. But uh, it is, not even the Pope could get in the way of me <laughs> fixing my computer. And I, by God, I did it. But you know what? It might cause our recordings to it might take me a, a minute to get back to where, where we were, but I'm sure we will. Great news, Jerry. To me, you sound exactly the same. Well, on, on this, but once I start editing and making our voices sound, Oh, so sweet in that final mix. Mm, 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 it's a little different. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you know. Yeah. 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 But, uh, Hey, uh, let, you know what? Let's let's get let's get into the shit, Greg. Let's talk about this thing we want to talk about because we've been playing an awful lot of Monster Hunter Rise. Oh yeah, uh, I think now I have clocked. I believe it's like sixty hours, and you probably have the same, if not a little more, because you you had been doing a little bit of work on the side, a few sessions when I I've wasn't got eighty six hours. God damn. Nice. Yep. Uh, if you had told me that a Monster Hunter game consisted of this many hours of <laughs> gameplay, I would have laughed in your face because I did not think. Again, this is a the and this is kind of why I want to talk about this as like a retrospect of the series and just kind of like our experience with Rise, kind of give our our review of Rise because we're at the we're pretty much at the end of Rise, like in totality, right? Like we've we've hit the last thing. That you can possibly do before the DLC. Well, not the last thing. There will be one thing after that. Worth the last oh. story mission. <clears throat> right, 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 right. Um, but this this game is, in my opinion, the perfect example of looking at something through a different lens and then absolutely falling in love with it. Mm-hmm. Now, I started at Rise. You started at World. Yes. And how did you how did you get into world? Like what what was it that even brought you to trying out world? And did 
did you like world at first so um i i, I was there I was watching a streamer play world one of the ones that i watch and i really liked uh i liked what i saw and i became very very interested in it and i mean technically i started with try on 3ds which i promptly traded in but <laughs> why because my 3ds only had one stick and uh mm-hmm. i had to move with one stick and turn the camera with the face buttons while like holding a shoulder button or something like that oh no yeah it, it wasn't good it wasn't <clears throat> good they sold the attachment to give you a secondary stick, but yeah, no. That no, thing sucks. I have that thing somewhere yeah. in just like a bin. I think it came out four months under, but um, yeah, it wasn't great. But then I saw a streamer play World. It looked really cool. Uh, picked it up, and I think because I had seen uh, this particular streamer like go through the like play the game a bunch, I had a, a sense of how to play somewhat. I then learned I didn't know how to play anything at all, <laughs> but I had the the smallest of baselines going into it. Did it? Did you like it right away? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I liked it right away. And see, that's that's where this experience was totally different for me. I think I also played. Try was the first one that I played. Mm-hmm. I believe. It was either Try or it may have even been the first one, um, Monster Hunter G, which was for the PSP. I think I actually may have tried that. I may have even owned it. Um, Because I remember when the PSP came out, I was buying games up left, right, and center. But I I had a whole bunch of games, but I never played them. Hmm. Um, So I I, I actually think that Monster Hunter G was among those, but I I think the first one that I actually played was that re-release of Try on like which is that the ultimate one? Yeah, Monster Hunter yeah. Three Ultimate. That's the one that I played because it was on Wii U. Because mm-hmm. I remember everybody saying how good that was, and I I remember when I played Monster Hunter for the first time. You know, I seeing Capcom kind of had me thinking already that it was going to be kind of like a character action game because mm-hmm. I, I didn't I, nobody told me what kind of game this was just that i kept seeing how good the reviews were so i remember I, I remember throwing it on and just kind of being in this like hub area and they were like okay there you go this is your first thing that you got to go kill and then i went and killed it and then i came back and then i was like okay now you got to go kill this thing and i was like is this it? Is this all this game is? Like, what's the big deal about this? And then I was getting mad because I would be attacking something and then it would, like, run away. And then I actually thought that I lost. And I'd go back to the town and be like, so what's up? And they'd be like, you have to kill this thing. And I would go back. And every time they ran away, I thought I lost. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to keep chasing this thing around. Like, if if... I, I can't kill it like this measly little thing. Cause I thought that when they ran away that it reset the fight. Oh really? Yeah. No. Yeah. So I just didn't get it, you know, like I didn't get what monster hunter was about and I kind of threw it aside. Then I tried monster hunter world. Cause a friend of mine who I was doing the uh, PlayStation game share with, he bought it and he was like, dude, we got to play this game. And then I had heard from like other podcasts and streamers and stuff like monster hunter world is the one for people that don't know monster hunter or have previously not liked monster hunter to get into it. And I tried and it, it was appealing at first because there was, I don't know. There was a bit more to it. Even at the beginning, like the, the intro of that game is pretty epic. It and is. I I remember like once I got to the hub, I was like, oh, it's this again? For some reason, I was expecting like levels and like chapters and like a story. Mm-hmm. None of that. No, no, no. No. And it wasn't until Mr. Greg Peterson came around and said, hey, man, have you heard of Monster Hunter? And I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but you convinced me to dive into Rise. Because of all the things that you 
told me about Rise and the way that you framed it to me, I was willing to give it a chance. And it was an expensive kind of thing to buy on a whim of yeah. like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to like this because the, the PC version had just come out. Yeah. And in all honesty, I had no reason to like it, but I was going by your recommendation that no, no, no together. This is going to be an absolute blast to play. And important to note the first time I played world, um, I played a, a good chunk of it by myself. Like I did, let's say, uh, probably somewhere between 30 and 60 hours. I know that's a huge range, but somewhere between there, uh, solo. And then I played with, uh, a, fr- uh, a buddy of mine for like, from like, like, just like from his starting point as well. And then like, that, like, yeah, this, this, you have to play in at least one other person. That is the way to play. Yeah. Um, it's, it totally is one of those games that like, yeah, you can play on your own and like, you can, you can go grind out shit on your own if you want to. Like, it's still once, once you get the, the layout of the game and the base game. And once you've like played with friends a bunch, you will crave it. Like you'll want to go back and be like, oh, I'm just going to go hunt a couple of these. Cause I, I need some of this stuff to, to craft a certain armor set or a certain weapon. So like, you'll go back in and do some solo stuff, but the real shining achievement of of these games is definitely the co-op like the way that you're just like yep let's go hunt some monsters and once i played it and started thinking of it as like this is kind of just boss rushes it's boss rushes with like rewards that allow you to craft new armor and gear and weapons and stuff and that loop once it hooks you it is potent yeah. <laughs> like it it gets its claws in you very very quickly it is it is quite possibly the most addictive gameplay loop i've i had i think i totally agree um yeah. Only second to Vampire Survivors, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. There's just something about like, hey man, let's go fight giant bosses that take like 15 minutes to fight, and then get like sweet rewards, and then go back and be like, check out this thing I made, and look at my new sword, or look at my new gun lance, and and you know what? That kind of leads me into talking about like the variety of gameplay because to me, again, looking at this game as like a I, I was expecting just like a, a mash, like, you know, beat them up kind of thing. Like I'm just mashing on the buttons, mm-hmm. but y- so let's talk about the, the weapons and yeah, how let's, do it. let's, so your, your weapon that you're currently using in rise that you've been using pretty much the entire time we've been playing. Mm-hmm. That's the gun lance you're using the gun lance. That's right. And I've been using the long sword. Yes. That was on my I, recommendation, the, the long sword. It was your, it, w- it was not or it was? It was. Yeah. Yeah, you did say, you were like, listen, no offense, you're a noob, you're going to take to the long sword because it's easy to use. Mm-hmm. So you were absolutely right because the, the long sword is not very intricate to use. And let, let me back up. All of the weapons in Monster Hunter are so unique. If you don't like the way you're playing Monster Hunter, change your weapon. Because you change your weapon, you will change the mechanics of the game entirely. Oh, absolutely. And and how you want to play the game. If you want to play the game a certain way, find out what that weapon is and play it that way. Yeah, and there's like, there's there's a weapon for like almost every single like video game combat archetype i can think about i can think of so like yeah, when you're playing you with, w- playing with longsword it's very much like quick quick strikes with dodging and stuff like that kind of similar to like a, a third person you know character action game not quite as fast and as fluid because that's not what monster hunter is but as close to that as you can get yep whereas i me using the gun lance is almost like a, a more methodical way to play it's very like i'm doing a lot less dodging a lot more like hunkering down right 
Yeah, I hear the uh, I hear the the clanging against your your shield a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, like I just find it so fascinating how different that game can play depending on how you want to play it. And that's what it really comes down to. But you know what? This is the problem with this game. This is like Monster Hunter's number one flaw is the barrier to entry. Yeah, it's tough. That is that is the only f- flaw that I can really think of because I have tried to play Monster Hunter several times and only now have I been like, oh, that's what this game is all about. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of needed you to kind of take me by the hand and go, here, let me show you how to play this game. Yeah. And oh my God. Because there's so many mechanics in the game that it just, it'll over-explain some things and explain nothing about other things. So, like, a good example of that is, I think, like, the radial menu. I can't remember if it tells you much about the radial menu at all, but I can't imagine playing without the radial menu. I don't think there's a single tutorial on the radial menu. Yeah. Because I think you told me about it. Because I was like, how do I sharpen my stuff? Because you were like, oh, dude, you got to sharpen your blade. Because after... When you're fighting an anim- like a monster, over time, your blade loses its sharpness. And then you have to kind of like draw back and sh- resharpen so that you can get like your your max like damage output. Mm-hmm. And you, I remember you saying like, dude, sharpen your, your weapon. And I was like, I, I, I remember the sharpened tutorial saying like you have to sharpen your weapons when you fight. But I had no idea how to really get it up. Like I didn't I didn't know how to get to that action and it's just in your radial menu like it's so easy but i think it's all it's also in like your like normal like item bar but like scrolling through your item bar for stuff oh is my God, so slow and you can't really move when you're doing it unless you like claw your controller it's um <laughs> so i have a confession to make oh boy here we go <laughs> so early in order to get confessions <laughs> it's time for confessions um so I I don't use the radial for healing. <laughs> I kind of figured that today. You <laughs> absolutely should use the radial for healing. I have not been using the radial for anything other than sharpening my weapon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no wonder you're running around with like no health all the time. <laughs> hey, I look, I've gotten I, I went from being absolute dog trash at this game to, to, to regular point, trash to, to regular, just <laughs> fucking waste. <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel decently confident with my monster hunter skills at this point. I'm a little, so, sometimes I, you know, I might pay attention to my dog for a second and <laughs> miss a window of opportunity to do something. But uh, or, you know, just completely neglect the fact that I have that radial menu. Like, I know how to use it. I just don't. <laughs> well, uh, the next time we play, we play we're going to take you even further beyond. And I'm going to teach you how to... I'm gonna, we're going to set up your radial menu. Because I can't... <laughs> after 60 hours of after the game. After <laughs> 60 hours, we're going to set up your radial menu. And you'll be like, oh, oh, this is much easier. <laughs> Once again, you're just like I'm like at a at an eye appointment where you're just like sliding new lenses in. You're like, how does this look? I'm like, oh, this looks better. And then you're like sliding the radial menu. You're like, how does this look? Oh my god, I can see perfectly now. Like yeah. I can I can see what the game is supposed to be like. Um, I love how we went from the start of this game to the end of this game in co-op. I mean, there are, it's like separated. Like you can't do the, the, like the, the town quests. They're like your solo ones. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, they're fine. They're not as fun though. Yeah. They're, well, they're, they're the low rank. They're the equivalent of the other <clears throat> games is low rank. Yeah. Which is, you know, low rank is basically a, an over, like a, a tutorial to how the, to the game. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, they're fine, but the the real reason that you should play Monster Hunter is to play with, even if it's just one other friend. That's that's more than enough. Yeah. Um. 
If you have a bunch of friends, even better. If you have three friends total to play with a full party of four, oh man, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, <clears throat> but I will say, I do want to go back to play World now that I now that I know and understand Monster Hunter the way that I do. I want to go back and play World, but you recommended it against that. Yeah, just because the way Rise plays and the way World World plays is so different that it's it's gonna it'll be a, such a huge adjustment. I think it makes m- more sense, and it's money better spent to get Sunbreak first and continue. Yeah, on what we're doing. Sunbreak looks really dope. Like, yeah, we sh- we should get that soon. Okay. Once we get once Absolutely. once we once we get this Monster Hunter out of the way. Yeah, we should definitely get that. Maybe maybe I'm on my next. This is again it's inside baseball into Greg's life. Uh, on my next uh, <laughs> commission check, which will be uh, not this Thursday, but the Thursday after. Maybe maybe that's when I'll do it. Oh boy! And you know what? Old Jerry's got a birthday coming up, and oh. I'm sure Karen has no idea what to get me. So I'll be like, you know what? You can get me. Give me fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me this game. Because I got to play it with Greg. Yeah. Give me $50 in a card. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the difference between Hun- Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise seems to be a lot to do with like the movement and just like they added the wire bugs and stuff. Yeah. The movement in there's a few key differences. So I le- as someone who's played an extensive amount of both at this point, these are the biggest differences um no wire bug so you know getting hit out of the air and then doing an air recovery or or just like running on walls or or zipping around with your wire bug all the wire bug attacks none of that is present in world like if you get popped up in the air in world you're taking that full arc and hitting the ground there's no there's no like mid-air recovery or anything like that is there fall damage no that's the I love that monster hunter. You can like jump off of a mountain onto a, <laughs> onto a monster and take no damage. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, other big difference is uh, the Palamutes were in, were uh, introduced in um, in Rise. So in World, for the most part, you're on foot whole time. It's just you and your your cat. There's no like. Is there fast travels or anything? What you'll find with World versus Rise is because the maps are significantly larger in World. Uh, there are more camps around the the map that you can teleport to. Mm. That being said, it's not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily mean like you're going to like be able to teleport like right next to the monster because along with the larger map you have different like there's there's verticality in a lot of the maps as well so your your camp might be way above where you need to be even though it looks close on the map it's not actually kind of idea like there's they're huge the 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 levels are huge in iceborne they added um the the ability where you can like tame like one of the small monsters on the map so like oh no way like a jagras or something like that a Roggy? <laughs> or a Roggy. Well, there's no Roggy in, in, in World. not? No. Oh. Um, but you chain like, like a Jagras and you can it, it, you can ride on its back. But it's it's you don't have full control over it. You tell it where you... Because it's it's an animal. You tell it... You, you basically get, give it a direction you want it to go. And then you're on it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I am looking forward to... Like, after we talked about it, and you kind of said, you know, why we should play the next, like the expansion to Rise versus World. I have been pretty excited to get into Sunbreak, especially after seeing like, this is not, I, I, I thought it was going to be a DLC where it's like, hey, we've added some like couple, like some new monsters and stuff to fight. This is like a full expansion of a game and I didn't realize that it was the same as kind of like Iceborne 
Because you had said before that Iceborne is like this massive, full new part of that game, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. I don't know. Like, did the other ones do that? I, like, I don't, I feel like well, they the didn't. other ones were kind of like either before the dawn of having, you know, the internet and being able to do that, or they were on Nintendo, which means exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so like they, they didn't have that. So like world was the first one. As far as I know, I, I, I don't purport to purport to know everything, but, uh, as far as I know, was the first one that have such a large expans- expansion. Maybe that's why Monster Hunter World did so well is because it actually finally came to like everything. It it was basically Monster Hunter with A, a budget, and and B, the technical power to be fully realized. Yeah. And then it became Capcom's best-selling no, game of all time? I was, go- was going to say, yeah, number one selling game of all time. That's insane yeah beat out my blue boy <laughs> yep yep that's that it did and so yeah and rye um sorry um iceborne is a huge expansion and sunbreak uh, is also a huge expansion it's very much like if if this were if it were if it was 1995 sunbreak would be on another shelf with its own box yeah yeah 100 percent which is really cool. Like, I love it when games do that. When they're like, hey, we're going to give you this, like... It's not even fair to call them DLC. Mm-hmm. DLC seems minimizing, in my opinion, to call yeah, these... It's an expansion. Kind of, it's a full-blown expansion. And, well, I mean, even in the, the... The, the like, the description on these... Like, on Wikipedia, it says, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is a major story-based expansion. So... I love when games do that. Like Xenoblade did that uh, on their last title, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And then they released uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the uh, Torn of the Golden Age, which was like, it was an expansion. It wasn't just a DLC. It Like you could buy the game on its own, like on a shelf. So yeah, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Like having having these major, like, it's really awesome when you have a game that you really like and then they go, oh, but wait, not only is there more, there's a lot more. <laughs> like We've been working on essentially more of this game since it came out and here you go. Here's more more of the game that you've been loving to play. And yeah, I just, I cannot get over how deep this franchise's hooks are in me now from just, just from Rise. And I can promise you right now, we're gonna we're gonna probably be playing Sunbreak within the next month, and that's gonna be like a constant rotating thing. Like I'll be playing lots of other stuff. Like eventually, I'll probably jump back into Final Fantasy fourteen for a hot minute to to do some story stuff when that eventually comes out. When is that? Like September or something? No, that's uh, uh, actually the next bit of story. I think is September. Not August, it's September, I think. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but like, I, I just feel like Monster Hunter could be one of those things now that alongside Final Fantasy fourteen, I, I just feel like it's one of those things I'm... Con- Actually, I would go as far as saying I probably would be more involved with Monster Hunter than I am with fourteen because, as you know, I, I'm not... Like I, I really love Final Fantasy fourteen, but I'm I'm there for the story. Hmm. That's what I'm there for. I, I don't do the extra stuff that you guys do like on a weekly basis. Um, but like with Monster Hunter, I just feel like there's enough Monster Hunter to go around for a long time. Like yeah. w- once we get Sunbreak, we'll be playing that for a while, and then when we're done that, you better bet your ass that we're going to be going to Monster Hunter World. Oh, absolutely. And getting on all those rides, <laughs> um, um, and just sorry, I just did a little a little count, and just by um, the amount of monsters added so far, as far as I can tell, in Sunbreak, I did a quick count and I counted yeah. eighteen. What new monsters? New monsters? Yeah. Woo-hoo! 
new monsters Dude. or or variants, but yeah, new new monsters. And I might have miscounted. We we could go so far as to say maybe it's an even twenty, uh, but I think I, I think I got about eighteen. So <clears throat> now that we're coming up on Sunbreak, if you were to give like a Greg's honest review of Sun of uh, Rise, like what would your take be now? that we like we're pretty much at the end what's your overall take on monster hunter rise uh i like rise a lot the additions added to rise uh in primarily the mobility uh aspect of it are very welcome the palamute is very welcome it's the the decoration system is better than it is in world or i guess previous monster hunter games it's it's all around like a, a sensational game. It's very 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 good. What do you think your the high for you for for rises? The high? Yeah. Oh. Like is it is it the monster selection? Maybe the weapons? It's the mobility. The mobility? Yeah, the mobility is is it's rises selling point is 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 the mobility. Yeah. It is a lot of fun yeah to just zip around and like as like as a side note this is just something super like i don't know at the end of each hunt whether you decide you want to kill the monster to death (laughs) and then harvest kill it to death kill that monster to death and then harvest its organs and do whatever or if you trap the monster you don't ha- you don't have to actually carve out anything cuz what happens if you have if you don't listener at home if you don't know what happens when you kill a monster in monster hunter if you kill it you have to you have like 50 seconds to uh carve so essentially you go to the corpse and then you press b or whatever button it is and you take the materials from it to make stuff um if you trap it, you just automatically get it. And the countdown's only like 10 seconds. Yeah. Now, Greg, you introduced me to a little little thing. <laughs> when when the countdown hits like 10 seconds, if you use your wire bug and suspend yourself in the air a certain way, then you skip the outro cutscene that plays. And for some reason, you have managed to make me have this anxiety. Like, I love Monster (laughs) Hunter, but now I have this, like, anxiety after every single hunt that I need to do this to skip that cutscene. And if I don't, I I sincerely feel terrible. I'm like, fuck! Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get the thing. I didn't get... To, uh, now I gotta sit here and watch this two second long cutscene. Oh, it's longer than two seconds. It's like <laughs> it's not. It's not that long. It's not long. It's like it's like ten seconds. But you have to deal with it. You have to watch it. It's but, a badge of shame. It is having it to really watch is. your character pet its dog. <laughs> yeah, but I I have to do it like every time. And that's that's the funny thing. Like there's there's so many like little things with with Monster Hunter that I don't know. It's just it's a ton of fun to just jump in there and do dumb shit. Well, now, Jerry, you know, uh, I'm going to direct the question you asked me back at you. What is your high point in Monster Hunter Rise? I think for me, the thing that really has grabbed me overall with Monster Hunter Rise is just learning the mechanics of monsters. And this is this is probably like overlooked a little bit for someone like yourself who has played a previous one, but where this is my first one, it's almost like this is my take on Monster Hunter Rise and I guess the series as a whole, because this this kind of thing doesn't change throughout the series. But now that I finally realized what it is I like about these games, it's kind of like, look, I can only reference things that I I know well. And I'll say that in a, in a lot of ways, it's, it reminds me sometimes of Mega Man, how like you have to you have to learn 
what these bosses are doing. Mm-hmm. You have to learn their tells, much like in a Souls game, when you when you fight a Souls boss. You're going to die over and over again in a Souls game learning how to fight that boss. Whereas in Rise, you're, you're probably not going to die over and over again, like in a Souls game or something like that. But you start to pick up on things like, oh, it shakes its back when it's about to shoot those projectiles off of its back. Or like it might roar and lift up on its back legs or it might you start to see stuff with the monster. And to me, learning the monsters and just seeing the variety of the monsters. I don't know. I'm a sucker for bosses. And this game is just essentially a giant boss fight marathon with your friends. Yeah. Where you get cool shit from it. And like if if somebody came to me and said, hey, why do you like these games? Because it's just awesome boss fights that you have to learn. And like, yeah, you can get through the game and just fight them and try to get through it. And you will. But there's a certain degree of satisfaction that I get from mastering some of these monsters and Mm -hmm. knowing when they're going to do stuff and just kind of, I don't know. You know, like there's there's that one that uh, that one monster that I think we have left is like the very very last one, the the jet monster. <laughs> yep, Valstra- turns into Valstrax. A, it turns into a fucking jet airplane. Crimson Glow Vast Valstrax. Yeah, yeah, like that. That shit's crazy. And like uh, Teostra, we did the Teostra today. Yep, uh, I I bailed back to camp to get more uh, healing items, but you managed to avoid. Like you said, you had told me he does a move where like, we're going to need to use like our wire bugs to get out of there to, to avoid being hit. Yeah. He, uh, he has like a, a like a, he does like an, uh, a Nova explosion. Yeah. But he and has a like, tell. So when you see the tell, you gotta, you gotta get out of there and see, that's what I, that's exactly what I love. I love games where like the bosses matter. Like they make a difference in the game and essentially Monster Hunter is just boss fights. That's all it is. Yeah. Not to not to like not to make it sound l- lesser, but like that is essentially what Monster Hunter is. It is boss fights, and I love boss fights. So much so that, you know, tying into the whole uh, looking at a game through a different lens, I almost kind of wasn't going to get into Cuphead because when I found out that it was essentially just boss like a boss rush thing, I was like, ah, I was hoping that this was going to be like a platformer. But then when it came out, you start to realize that like, it's the same kind of deal. You need to master those boss fights. Yeah. Like you need to learn them. You need to understand the tells and the mechanics of each fight. And there's a certain, uh, like there's addicting properties to learning that kind of stuff, especially for me. So that, that would be the high point for me is just learning the monsters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's kind of, it's crazy. Like now I can look at the map, see the icon of a monster and be like, oh, that's a, that's a Jagra or not a Jag. That's, that's a terrible example, <laughs> but like, <laughs> cause they don't even show up. Yeah. They're the not on the map. <laughs> it's just cause you said that earlier, but like a, a, a Tigrex, yeah. like I, I can point that out. Uh, Mizutsune, or however you pronounce it. No, that's correct. Um, Like cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just, I don't know. It's kind of like knowing all the monsters and stuff. Like, you get to know them. Like, (laughs) you can sit sit down and pick their brain, you know? Yeah. You know, you you, you sit down, you have a cup of coffee with this monster, and he'll tell you (laughs) anything about him. (laughs) Tell you all his problems. Uh, But yeah, I mean, if... Once, so I always log all of my beats in how long to beat, and I I don't think my opinion is going to change on this game from now until the next two. I think we have like two left to finish base. Yeah, base game. Um, and I would give this game easily a four point five out of five. Like yeah. if I had to put a number on it, 4.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. It is that good. Um, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, well, let me ask you this, Cherry. Now that you've played Monster Hunter for 66 hours or whatever it was, um, what is your favorite monster? <laughs> um, you know what? What's it? Okay, two-part question. What is your favorite monster and what is your favorite gear set or weapon that comes from a monster? Ooh, I like it. Okay. So the monster, uh, is it Rajang? Is that the Super Saiyan monkey? Yeah. I love that fight. Yeah. <laughs> he is so fucking intense. And he quite literally turns into a Super Saiyan. Like, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a giant ape that ends up getting glowing yellow hair that spikes up. And he, sh- he quite literally shoots a fucking Kamehameha at you. Mm-hmm. Like, he shoots a blast with his hands. like His mouth. It comes out of his mouth. Is it his mouth? Yeah, it's his mouth. Hands and mouth are the same thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that, I think, is my favorite monster fight. Just because from the minute you see that fucker, it is on. Like, he does not... He is relentless. And we we've fought a few iterations of him too. And they're always very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. very difficult fights. It is it is one of the most aggressive monsters. But there's something about that fight I really enjoy. Like I love having to had learn his his movesets and stuff. And it's funny cuz like if you were to ask me like, "Oh, well what's his movesets?" I don't fucking know. But once I get into the to the fight, I start to remember, like, yep, he's going to do that, and I got to get out of here, mm-hmm. and I got to do this now, and now's a good opportunity for me to do, like, a counterattack. All those little things. And, yeah, he, he's just a, a really good example of that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's just a very intense fight. Now, in terms of uh, weapon, so, as I said, I'm, I'm using the longsword. I really enjoy the look of the one that I have now, uh, which is the as Azure one. Yeah, the Azure Star one. Yeah. From that the, one looks pretty pretty saucy. From the looking. collaboration with Universal Studios Japan. Is that what it was? Yeah. So if, if you see, you'll see like the quests to get it said USJ. That's Universal Studios Japan. But yeah, it's a it's a oh. beauty longsword. Absolutely, it's really nice looking. Uh, there's some other ones there that I I don't own yet, like that the hand me down <laughs> longsword that you have, but yeah. I don't. Uh, that thing looks really cool because it just looks because and that's the thing, right? Like you make weapons out of the monsters that you fight, and when you look at the weapons, you could tell they're from these monsters. Oh yeah, by like the the colorization of the weapons and same thing with the gear sets. You could tell which monsters these came from, especially once you start to learn the monsters because they've, they represent and like the design is so cool in them. Like, I don't know. There's just, there's just something about it. And it really, really clicks for me. Yeah. They like every, every piece of gear it's, they, they keep it on theme by having whatever is iconic about that monster on the gear as well. So like if you wear it, Baryoth armor and weapons almost all involve the have the fangs. Just like if you're wearing like Diablos uh, gear and weapons, always all have the horns and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I like to to kind of project once once I start talking about like my my opinions of a game, I like to talk about like who who should play this game and. I usually try to tie it into like, hey, if you're a fan of this, 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 you're probably going to like this. Um, This one's a little harder because like, I feel like even if you're not a fan of certain things that it's similar to, you still might like this. And it's, it's kind of a tough one, but like it, for, for me, um, I would say play this game if you're into like, games with bosses like if you were into the souls games you might like this if you were into 
you know, like honestly, any game that has an emphasis on bosses, because this is what this is. It's like a, it's a boss fight game. It's I I sincerely believe anybody can enjoy this game unless you only play things like you know like Stardew Valley and stuff like that. Otherwise, you <laughs> start. <laughs> And that's nothing against Stardew Valley or people who only play games like that. But it's like if you any, I'm what I'm saying is anybody else can find something to match the way they like to play games in in Monster Hunter. Yeah, for sure. So, I, like, if I were, if I was like, um, gonna t- talk to our friend Beth, and she was gonna try this game, uh, I would, I would say, Beth, knowing you. I know you don't like losing stamina on attacks, and I know that you like, from Final Fantasy, that you like apply, applying uh, damage over time onto to bosses and and things like that. I would probably tell Beth to use something like a light bow gun because there's no stamina; it's just ammo, and she can put on her damage over time and you know be a little bit out of the fray, a little bit ba- like backed off a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that definitely does sound like it would like from what i know of her desired gameplay style that probably would suit her and that's that's just the the magic behind this game that like you don't nobody like nobody tells you this i don't i i feel like like nobody unless you know somebody like in my situation i knew you and you were kind of explaining this to me after i i had bought i i took the plunge before knowing that kind of thing but Mm -hmm. like once you took me, because you said, hey, man, the first first night that we play this, it might be a little boring for you because I am literally just going to be showing you how to play this game. The first thing I told you we were going to do was go into the training room so you could try Use every weapon. Every weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that was such an eye opening experience because I tried each of them and, and some, what was the one that I almost picked? Wasn't it like the insect? Insect leaf? Yeah. yeah. I almost picked that one, but then I ended up going with the... Because you even said, you're like, you can go with that one if you want, but I feel in the long run, you're probably going to like that longsword a little better. Mm -hmm. Why am I glad I did? And and here's the beauty. You can go just craft an insect glaive and start playing that way too. That's, that's That's the other thing. It's like... And it's not like you have to level up this weapon. You could still have the materials to make like a bitch and insect glaive or whatever weapon you want you could just go make them yeah absolutely be like cool i'm gonna try this now and not have to fall behind or feel like you have to restart the game to play a certain way nope if you want to just try something different like you know what fuck it i might even try that light bow gun thing myself and just see what it's like to have ammo because i never really played it like that it's it's a it's a completely different way to play yeah, and I think that's you know what? Hang on, let's circle back because I actually want to know what your favorite monster fight from this from from Rise was from Rise because I have a favorite monster. It's not in Rise. Okay, well, what what's that? It's uh, it's called Glavinus. Now, Jerry, let me tell you about Glavinus. <laughs> Glavinus is a T Rex shaped monster. It's like a T Rex. But it's got a long tail, and half of that tail is a blade. And so its fighting style is it's just slashing at you with its blade tail. Oh, God. And then what it does when it's like, when it's enraged, because every monster has an enraged state, basically. When it's enraged, it puts the blade tail in its mouth and drags it through its mouth and then uses like the friction of its teeth to heat up the blade. So now the blade is red hot. And it's doing like fire attacks and fire damage with its tail. Oh man! See, and this is the thing: I want I want to play Monster Hunter World so bad. Yeah, because all this stuff sounds so cool. Now, from Rise, favorite Mr. monster Fit- in Rise. Um, I think it's uh, also in World, but I think my favorite fight in Rise is an ogre. Yeah, he's a good fight. An ogre's a good you fight. E- you even said today too, like we should try the ape, uh, like the apex one is probably really good. Yeah, probably for Zenogre because he's he's an intense fight. Um, 
But like, I was shocked to I, see Zenogre as like one of the early monsters that you fight because it's not easy. No, he's definitely not. It's almost like a gate the game puts on itself. He's he's very. I I feel like f- when you once you f- get to him for the first time, it's kind of an eye opener of like, oh, this thing is a freight train. Like he doesn't stop. Yeah, the whole time it's not you're the, fighting. It's him. not the same as fighting like the. Um, What's that bird thing? The one that stands up on its tail. Oh, um, uh, starts with an A. Um, uh, Aknasom. Yeah. Like that well, thing is. You fight Aknasom after you fight Zenogre. Or sorry, right, before. But like, yeah, yeah. So you fight Zenogre first. But, um, which is insane yeah. because <laughs> the Axonom is not a thing. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. But like, I, I feel like the thing, the thing that separates the two is like, or just like in general from a Zenogre is like, Zenogre is, as I said, like a freight train. He doesn't stop the whole time you're fighting him. Whereas mm-hmm. like some other bosses have like slower attacks, maybe like it's it's a little easier to read. This dude just is is a is a bull. <laughs> like he doesn't doesn't let up. No, doesn't stop. It's a fun fight. Very fun. Very fun. For gear set? For gear set. Um I le- I like the this is purely for weapon. I like the Elmadron weapon for the gun lance that I'm using because okay. it's, it, it's essentially a, a chain blade. It's like a big chainsaw. <laughs> and I can't wait to get that. That'll be fantastic. I can't wait to get Sunbreak. But yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time to, to be playing Monster Hunter. And uh, I... I sincerely think that, like, if if anybody, like, look, there's for sure been some kind of stinkers in in Monster Hunter. Like, um, I'm sure if like we went back to like Monster Hunter three, it might be it might be all right. But like, I think just the progression of the series over time has just gotten better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get it now with with Monster Hunter World because now that I know the things that I do about the about the franchise, it seems like they really did make Monster Hunter World like all right. This like this is the one that's going to really get the most people to start playing this game. Yeah, and honestly, it deserves it because these games are fantastic. Um. One last thing, there, like, there's a lot of spinoffs. Like, I'm I'm looking at the wiki page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a whole lot of shit. Like, there's a there's a Monster Hunter Diary. There's a Monster Hunter Dynamic Fighting. There's Frontier G, which was an MMO for PS3. I don't think it was an MMO. I don't, I've never heard of an M- a Monster Hunter MMO, but I mean, you've got the wiki there. That's what it says. So it came out on Windows 360, PS3, and Wii U in 2013. Mm-hmm. And they re-released it on Vita. Uh, and then there was an upgraded version called Monster Hunter Frontier Z on Wii U, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, and 360. Mm. But it's an it it says that it's an MMO. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Don't don't know, don't know anything about that one. Yeah, and then there's just straight up Monster Hunter Online. <laughs> and there's the there's Monster Hunter Stories, the the JRPG. What what are those? Do you know anything about those? Like, are they good? I don't know. I mean, it's there's a sequel. That's the the one that we that just came out as a sequel. So someone's someone likes them, but uh, I don't know. Know anything about it? Like, is that like a Pokemon type thing? Like, do you capture... I think you, like, raise monsters from eggs. Is that, situ- oh. like that kind of situation? But no, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'll I'll try any Monster Hunter now that I understand it. But that's the thing. Like, with these, with these spinoffs, like, they are quite literally spinoffs. Like, a lot of these games aren't like the 
the base Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, yeah, Monster Hunter Generations? That's, I believe, a standard Monster Hunter game. It just, it's using, it uses the previous engine, not the, the, the engine that world was built on. I believe, again, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Huh. Action role-playing game? Yeah, so Monster Hunter. Would you consider Monster Hunter an action role-playing game? I mean, you play a role. It's not an RPG (laughs) in in the traditional sense, I would say. But No, definitely not. No. Yeah, that Monster Hunter Stories 2 came out not long ago. Not long 2021. ago. 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, for anybody that wants to try to get into Monster Hunter, there's a lot of different ways that you could do it. My recommendation as somebody that it, it took me a lot of tries to get into this, start with Rise. Because the like the way that Rise plays. Also, side note, that game is so fucking well optimized for PC, it's insane. Like, mm-hmm. I barely have seen any issues with it in terms of like optimization or any weird bugs and stuff. Also, the net code is very well done. Like, it's it's easy to get in and out of a of a like a multiplayer session. It's a little wonky sometimes, like not. I, I shouldn't say it's it's wonky sometimes. It's more it it could be easier to bring those menus up. Like I wish I didn't have to like go to a person <laughs> to to you know link up with you. Yeah, yeah. But once you know how to do it, it is super super simple. Yeah, and it it works. Like it's not it's as uh, up here. Oh. Let me tell you, once we play World, you will you'll be frustrated with the online experience. Not because of how, oh, really? not that it plays poorly, but because of the hoops it makes you jump through. Really? Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I uh, I think start with, with Rise. If anybody out there is curious about Monster Hunter, pick up that Rise. It's usually on sale. You can usually get it on a, on a cheap price, for PC anyways. That shit will never go on sale on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Monster Hunter. What a game. What a game. What a game. Greg, is there anything else you uh, you want to throw in there about Monster Hunter? Go play it. Yeah, 100% go play it. Go play Monster Hunter at all costs. <laughs> Even if you don't think you're going to like it, Play it and stick through. Yeah. Or you know what? Just here's what you do. You buy it on Steam if you're on PC. So this is the, this is the this is the best way. If you're on a PC, you can buy it on Steam. Go use all the weapons. Use them all. Spend spend you know like a half an hour using all the weapons. Find the one you, that's right for you. Then go do a couple of hunts. By then, you should you should probably have a feel for it. If you don't, just return it. Just ask Steam for your money back. I would say don't, that, I would say don't even do that. Like honestly, just play, th- just fight through it, and then um, I don't. <laughs> this, honestly, I don't think there's anything you need to fight through. But as soon as you find your weapon, Chef's Kiss, you'll be in. Hundred percent, and that's a Greg Peterson promise. <laughs> That's a that's a super ghost guarantee. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Why don't we Why don't we get out of here and uh, and and clue this up so we can <laughs> so we can go play some more Monster Hunter. Sounds good to me. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you can find us on Twitch at Super Ghost Live. You can find us over on Twitter and Instagram at Super Ghost Radio. And uh, this. This has been uh, another one of our special episodes where we, uh, you know, we we sit down one on one and just kind of do a deep dive on a franchise. And uh, Beth Beth will be back. She she quitted therapy. She quitted the the Jerry therapy, but uh, she has not quit Super Ghost. The Jerry the, <laughs> the JRPG. The JRPG. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.